the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah. Time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out for the next four hours, really, because it's the AltaCast here from noon to two. And then at two o'clock, it's Some Call Me Tim. With our special guest today, Shelly Stray. We'll definitely go listen to that new podcast, 2 to 4 p.m. Mutiny Radio. But this, this is the AltaCast. Where we talk about news with a socialist bent. Uh, and the drug policy, this week in drugs, this week in drugs, this week in drugs. Yay, she made it. The sheriff of truth comes galloping into the station. Oh, you look great as always. I don't mean to compliment you on your looks because it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be like, I, I mean, I feel like I'm constantly objectifying women now. Like, all I do. We can objectify ourselves. Okay, good. They're called compliments. You look like, you smell great too. Jeez, you guys. Welcome to the studio. Altacast in the house, in the hizzy. Um, so are you, you blew in here like a storm. I, you look like, it, it, you seriously look like a, 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 a maybe a Leah or something. You I'll look like it. a famous, you look like a famous singer person with the, with the bands and the boobs and the, the hair and the silver Thanks. on the eyes. You look like you're maybe going a to a version, video shoot. Maybe a younger version of Shaka Khan. Oh, wow. Someone said I looked like Shaka Khan. I'm like, I hope you're talking about Shaka Khan 1975. Right. Because I'm not 60. <laughs> but she looked good. She but, always looked good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How are you today, Ms. Welcome. Pam? Oh, I have just been so depressed. Ditto. Oh, man. Ditto. I, I, and here's the thing is that some people, like you and I, have now realize that it's like everything. Uh, but there's this other swing of people that are just all these positive things are happening in their, in their lives. And I'm just like... Oh, fuck you guys. I don't want to hear about how great things are for you right now. Because things suck for me. I'm having a rough time. I turn 42 next Monday. So what are we going to do? Well, you know, it's kind of just the huge, like, comedy bullshit. Um, This Friday, the Pee in Your Pants show. I peed in a diaper last night on stage at Brainwash to make sure that the diaper worked for the show on... I didn't want it to leak for somebody and have it be, like, embarrassing and awful during the show. <laughs> it worked, so huh? They absolutely work. They absolutely work. Is it the fact that you're depressed because of positive things going on for other people rather than yourself? Or, you know, that birthday, that pre-birthday depression? I think that it's a lot period. of it. And my period might also be coming. But, um, you know, it, it has a lot to do with peas. Like, I'm turning... My name is Pam. I'm turning 42. Uh, I'm poor. <laughs> I'm going to be having my period. I'm just feeling like, you know, a general sense of malaise as like, I don't feel a comp. I don't feel like at 42, I thought things were going to be a lot different. Like yeah. when I was little and if I thought I saw myself at 42, this is not what I thought. Like 
I'm like a glorified teenager. Yeah. Like I, I don't live like a, an adult life. And I'm like, do I want to live an adult life? No. I don't know, but that's the thing. Like I get, you know, there's this one, I won't say any specific names, but there's one comedian and she's married. And I won't even say her profession because it makes it too easy, but she has an enormous diamond ring. It is and not that I want an enormous diamond ring, but what I'm saying is like, that's just sort of part of, you know, someone who has a diamond ring that big probably can, you know, eat at OSHA anytime they want. And yeah. they don't have to like only go during the lunch special. No. <laughs> right? Like, exactly. I love OSHA, but I can only afford it during the lunch special. Lunch special or happy hour. Right. They have a good happy hour too. Yeah. No, it's, I see, I, I do understand what you're saying because like, you know, you know what demographic I work, uh, work in. And so I do see that typically of people in our peer group, right. these big rocks. And, you know, I've never been like a diamonds is a girl's best friend thing, but it's just like, is it the fact that that person loves them so much to give that to them? I know. Or it's is that, it just like, you know. It's the dispendable, it's the expendable income. It's that they can afford to have a huge diamond ring and coach. I, spending like more than nineteen ninety nine on a pair of shoes for me is just not even thinkable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I've been seeing people lately driving in cars and I keep thinking like, I could never have a car. A, I'm not responsible enough. B, I could never afford it. Like cars, having a car in this city, even if you own it, it's got to cost you like it's not a thousand bucks a month with insurance and gas and parking. Don't get a ticket. And tickets and yeah. street cleaning. And like I see people zipping around in, and I'm thinking they spent 60 grand on that car and I'm never going to be able to do that. And well, it makes me feel like I'm 42 years old. Shouldn't I be like... Well, I don't have a driver's license anymore. It expired, so... <laughs> I don't have a driver's keep, license either. Yeah. So it's like totally a moot point, but it's just... But I know how to drive, and I actually miss driving. But I, I do understand what you're, where you're coming from with the fact of, like, you know, something simple as having a car, you know, is, you know, something that you grew up with and you have before. Right. And it's just like, well, why don't I have this now? Well, it's because I don't make any money. Yeah, well, it's it's not even just that, but <laughs> even if you did make money or were slightly some... And at some you know comfortable it's still expensive and a pain in the ass you know there's no place to park really in your it's true you, it, 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 absolutely there's it's pointless i don't need a car but it's it's that thing of like having the money to, to buy these everyone can afford to buy these things you can go except to, me you can go but to it's the, my fault it's my fault because i don't make any money and that's my fault you can go to an auction and get yourself a little hoopty for twelve hundred dollars. I can afford get, that. Yeah, that will get you some buy, you know, some place, you know, right. where you need to go. But like, then I'd have to get insurance. And yeah, and I haven't had a bill. The only bill that's in my name is my Go phone, and that's like a burner phone. <laughs> so PG&E is not in my name. I'm not on a lease. That's good. I, I don't have any credit card bills. That's a really good thing. I don't I don't exist is my point. Like I don't exist. You know who exists? He just walked right into the studio. It's George. Hey George. Hello. Are you depressed or are you one of those people that thinks Latoya and I have both had bad weeks? 
and we're feeling a little down in the dumps, but we were remarking that other people have had great weeks and everything's awesome in their lives. Yeah. Which side are you on? Because that's, uh, that's why I got off Facebook, like, because uh, everybody seems to be having a great week. Uh, oh, like, good, you're in our camp. I'm just, again, an average week. I lost some things. I'm hoping to find some things. <laughs> so I'm down here. What did you like, lose? I left my black bag and, like, I went and bought a bunch of, like, pot treats and shit and just Your left black it bag here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it should no. still but be if here. Not, yeah, that's what I thought. The but only I, guys I that were here um, behind the black curtains or behind the black curtains, those are the best places All to right, look. All right, well, I'll check. But and and the closet, too. I brought a little money just to see what's I don't think that anybody will take it. I'm, everybody's I not. pretty... And it, the only that's people in thought. here last night were... Um, there was no one after us on Monday, and the only people in here yesterday were Unleash the Rain, Bug House Square, and Open Improv. All really... I mean, the only people you'd have... You'd, and I, I think that the Sylvans are pretty honest. I don't think they'd take a black bag. They, they cut their hair. Oh, my God. You guys are going to love this. I have to listen to their podcast from last night because I come in... Last week, I complained about the cigarette butts and the bottle caps everywhere, and, and there's always beers. Today, I come in, no cigarette butts, so stoked. No, no bottle caps, amazing. Everything, you know, there's no beer anywhere. Mama but you know hair. what's all over the floor? Hair. They cut, what if them cut their hair last <laughs> night in here? Shave their motherfucking head. And there's hair on the chairs, on the floor. This isn't dog hair, this is human hair. So wow. I swept it into a, a clump and I texted him and I was like, it looks like a llama. It looks like you guys had fun last night. I'm like, it's always something. Like it's, I can never come in here on a Wednesday and just have it be like, Spotless. oh, right. Mama it's like you're living with somebody. I'm living with the Sylvans. No one wants to live with the Sylvans. <laughs> so here is a, this is something I read from Stephen King today, and it goes on our, our sadness tip, because I think that he is a genius, and he definitely uh, captures it in this uh, paragraph. This is from in, an insomnia. Ralph found himself remembering times in his life when he'd hit the emotional equivalent of a cold spot while swimming or clear air turbulence while flying. You'd be cruising along through your day, sometimes feeling great, sometimes just feeling okay, but getting along and getting it done. And then, for no apparent reason at all, you go down in flames, a crash, a sense of what's the, what the hell's the use would slide over you unconnected to any real event in your life at that moment, but incredibly powerful all the same. And you felt like simply creeping back to bed and pulling the covers up over your head. <laughs> that is me this morning and yesterday that, and the day before. I, I, this day entire before. weekend, starting on Saturday, I was just like, oh, I can't do it. It's can't do it and I had to be here for 10 hours with these girls this cool new art show I up like it's it. called Bad News and uh, they had me go I had a, did a 10 hour day for them oh god it was so long and I was so hungover oh, and no. I was just like they were so bad at time management like oh. they made me be here at noon but then at like 12.30, they left to go run errands. And I was like, and then they came back at like 2.30. And I could have been here at 2.30 and I could have slept in. And then my whole day would have been different because I wouldn't be in a shitty mood because I wouldn't have been so hungover because I would have slept it off <laughs> instead of having to be here. And then I tried to drink a beer, but that didn't work. I just got me like, I was a mess all day. And then I, I threw up. I even threw up during their show. I'm here running it. They had a four-hour rental, too. And so I'm running the board and doing all this stuff so they can have their party. And I had a bag, thank God. And I was like, I am so nauseous. I'm going to puke. And I puked in a bag in here. And then I carried it out discreetly at the end. They have no idea what I went through for them. And, and this was the thing. They didn't care. 
So that was the, it did it. it, it, it it's okay. It, and it's just that, that's, that's the symptom I feel. And that's what's getting me depressed is I'm like, I'm invisible all of a sudden. Like I was here for 10 hours for them and it, setting this up shouldn't have taken more than an hour. Yeah. And I had to be here at noon and all day, and then they had a four-hour party, and I had to sit behind the board and run it and make sure. Keep saying, no beer outside. You can't take beer outside. Like Mama Pam. Mama Pam. But that's the thing is like. Invisible Mama Pam. I'm, I was invisible, and it made me feel like nothing. Like, like just. And, and, then, and then my boyfriend and I are fighting, and there's all kinds of things. And then I had a terrible set on Monday at Zoe's, and I just, I've just been like. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's it's been uh, boy issues. I'm having writer's block. Yeah. I have that. Hence why you have not seen me at happy hour for right. a couple of weeks. Um, there is, you know, I'm mad and you know, not mad, but disappointed of where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> why can't I roll out of bed and just like? be proactive like the majority of adults I, instead of lay there and sulk you know when before it used to be easy for me I'm like I would do it for maybe a day and then I'm like okay I'm out of this but for the past couple of weeks I've noticed I've laid in bed till like two until I have to go to work sometimes yeah. and you know not not clean up not clean house oh my house is disgusting right now I haven't cleaned I, and the thing is I've been at home too and I've been reading books and stuff but I, I I see the laundry and I see the cat litter light and I'm like and I see the dishes there's dishes everywhere and I'm just like I don't want to do it yeah yeah I'm I just, just I shut down do yeah I just don't want to do it's it it's shut down and it's just like I've been trying to push myself a little bit more to do like there's like to tons of laundry I could did before I got here but no I just laid in bed and read Huffington Post and yeah. sulk you know and so I'm just trying but to I get hate that word sulking because you're sitting in it. You're not sulking. Well, why? Why? But why, why do you feel that way? Why? Don't, why don't you want to uh, like uh, touch the garbage? <laughs> I think that you know. I keep trying to tell myself, and this is like my motto to getting out of my funk. Sometimes is you know, my problems are bullshit compared to other people's bullshit. Right, right, which, right, right, right. Which my you know there's my point my feelings are valid as well but there are people in worse situations than mine so get get the fuck over it but right. you know there's also the other side of my brain it's just like well it ain't that easy you know i'm having an inner fight with myself i think it's it's we have the same issue it's your and if i may you don't feel supported by your boyfriend no i've actually been seeing someone else. oh wow Hey, I don't think he listens to the AltaCast, does he? No, does anyone listen? Jonathan doesn't listen to this I'm either. kidding. I'm not so. seeing someone else. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> they hate to hear women talk. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're not no, listening, no. thank um, God. No, I've not been seeing I, someone else. I, I've been seeing my friends I a lot. Actually, listening. no, that's someone else. I've been staying a lot at um, my friend's house, my girlfriend's house, like once or twice a week. And I just feel a little bit more comfortable there because it's easy to talk to her. And, you know, him and I, we have our issues, but it's, I'm not happy with that. And then I'm not happy with myself. It's just like, right, right, fight, right, fight, right. fight, fight, fight with yeah, your brain. Fighting, fighting, fight with fight. your brain. Yeah, I'm in the and, same. We're, it's funny that we're having like the same 
kind of thing yeah no i mean the thing is i'm like having more of a relationship with my girlfriends more which you know because it's easier to talk to and you can have your steel magnolias moment and cry (laughs) together and you know all this stupid stuff because i notice you're not the only person that's having that issue i'm not two of my friends decided to go see therapists last week so um, that's kind of motivated me to like you know what if these crazy bitches can put their bottle down (laughs) and go see a therapist i need to go see somebody too well and i've talked about that many times before i won't i've i it's it's in my first novel i wrote i i can never see a therapist because every time i look at them it has to be the right person right if it's anyone who's younger than me i'm not gonna listen to them i'm gonna be like fuck you who the fuck do you think you are telling me about my life young kid old you went to you went and got your you're a you're a psychologist look at you so i won't like him if it's a woman and she's like my mom and tries to tell me what to do i I ain't gonna handle that either i'll be like don't you fucking i know what i'm doing if it's a guy i'm gonna be like you misogynist pig don't tell me what's up with my life right so the only person i could possibly listen to would be like a gay dude is that that would make you feel comfortable that'd be the only type of therapist that i think i could have i think he'd have to be a gay dude for me to be able to listen to him that's the, i think it's the only type of person that i would listen to my therapist would have to do drugs oh definitely yeah if be- i was any other dude if i was like the coolest dude in the world this would be the best fucking place to be two just women <laughs> mad about their men in their lives man you got a punk rock chick you got a diva chick man you got either or man they're both fine you just feel like damn man and they're smart i just get to sit here and just look <laughs> it's <laughs> I, my only problem this is this is I'm what happened this sisters. is this is what happened this week that made me sad um I, I hate the NFL. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it right here. I think that the NFL Too much money is a tool of the patriarchy so that men can ignore their significant others for four days out of the week. I think that it's created as a – well, it's, it's football. It's only, one, it's, only, it's only 10 weeks. I mean, 12 to Super Bowl. It's only 10, it's only 10 weeks. weeks, you know. And, and she, can't, she can't deal with that for 10 weeks. Every Sunday for 12 hours. You know, the game started at 6 a.m. this Sunday. 6 a.m. But that's the thing is he can he can watch football for 13 hours instead of at East Coast time spending time. <laughs> so football is getting into your cock time. So what I'm saying is football when 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 football takes when I see football taking precedence in importance over me, it upsets me because I'm like, I have very limited time. And now that limited time is being limited even further by the dumbest game ever created it is slow it is stupid it is made for commercials it's boring it's not a real game it is completely made so that they can have commercial after commercial after commercial if they wanted to have a real sport in the united states we would have had football real football soccer Soccer. football Football. we wouldn't make up this game that contributes to like the corporate america and is it is awful and the main thing it's dudes hitting each other. We're being men, men. Concussion. It's a tool. I'll never be the same after I and, play this sport. And I, I get to, and it's really, it's <laughs> sanctioned, sanctioned time away from your significant others. And they all get to sit and say, well, yeah, it's football. It's sanctioned time away. And I say, where's my fucking sanctioned time? <laughs> oh, you got to do the dishes. 
Right. <laughs> the only Having the babies. <laughs> the only Let the ladies hang with the babies. Uh, no, no, what was that? But the only football is actually um, uh, just an offshoot of rugby, by the way. Just a with padding. But yeah, are there a, commercials in rugby? No. Yes, there's rugby. Are they? Yeah, yeah, because it's on television. Also. Yeah, but and it's, it's not. On the radio, it's not as. FYI. It's not as. But it's, shit, it's a shithead sport, but I mean, it's not. The thing is it with does football. Have a tradition. With American football, there's too much going on because now there's like fantasy football and all this. Like, it's that's, on another level. It's that's not the like, fourth oh, yeah. day. That's it's, the fourth day. It's three days of games and it's one day of fantasy yeah, football. Yeah, it's just like it it's takes. Thursday. It's seven Sunday. days of fantasy football. Seven days. Yeah. Day. And the thing is, it's, you know. <sighs> I, I, the only time I like football, honestly, is when there's a, someone having a Super Bowl party so I can go when to their house and eat and drink right. and make fun of people watching the game. Right. So that's the only time. But, you know, I, I hear, I think the fact that the NFL is trying to, they're trying to lure a female audience to, which they have successfully. They got pink, they got pink ribbon days. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, and they make more uniforms during those months. Everyone has to make special uniforms. That's how they make all their money is on all their gear and the, the gear. merchandising. It's expensive. And the stuff. It's insane. Football it's expensive. is just expensive. Stupid. I mean, I'm it's... But I, I see, like, you know, you... I think it's so beautiful, the fact that the reason why you two are clashing is the fact of, like, timing and how much time that you want to spend with them, wanting to spend time with that person rather than the opposite, where I'm, like, trying to run, like, go go watch football, yeah. please. The whole reason I'm alone. angry, the entire, <laughs> the entire crux of the reason that I'm angry at my boyfriend is that I just feel like... He doesn't try hard enough to spend time with me. Yeah. But Ooh. that's got to be a bummer for him. You know that, right? Like, this one particular scheduled time. Like, that that's almost enough to make me mad enough to not want to do it at No, that. absolutely. You know what I'm saying. No, no. Right? And you I know, understand. Like boss telling you to do this. I, I understand. But if he wanted to spend time with me, oh, he would. Yeah, that's true. If he wanted to, if he wanted to be with me, he would, because he knows where I am. Because everyone knows where I am. I'm here on Mondays from six to eight. (laughs) I'm here on I'm here on Fridays from six to ten. It's otherwise, you know, it's it's, you. My schedule is invisible. I feel invisible. Invisible. Exactly. I feel invisible in my relationship. I feel invisible, and it's the same thing with the station. I get all up in arms because sometimes I feel like invisible here, and I'm like I'm. I'm not invisible because I'm the only one sticking my hand in the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm the invisible. Who's the ghost that cleans the toilet? Yeah. Oh, it's Pam. This this Friday, though, peeing in our pants. Yay. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm invisible and neglected and unwanted. So, yeah. and I think that's that old, uh, my, my old self is trying to creep back in again with that right. whole self-esteem thing. And I'm trying to fight it. And so I feel like some part, sometimes it's defeating me, right. you know? No, I completely understand that. I was a very, I was, I had a horrible self-esteem growing up. Yeah. Just terrible. Oh, ditto. Like, ditto. I just thought I was fat. I'm the exact same. I still fit in the cheerleading outfits from high school. I'm exactly the same size same I was in size. high school. That's awesome. But I thought I was fat. I was all the time. I was like, I'm so fat. I'm so fat. I'm so fat. See, here's, and here's fat the beautiful flip side of trying to make you feel better today. I'm sure there's classmates that wish that would die and kill to be your size that you were in high school that they are completely not they're probably a size 20 or what have you is that is that, that a size yeah, it's yes great. is this a, yeah <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> size 20 is a real you know so that's the positive side of like people will probably kill to be in your position rather than in their status you know well, and i think that the problem was before 
I believed that all of my status was based on the way that I look looked and that's why I was like I'll never be good enough I'll never be good enough because I was I was trying to see the world seeing me only as a material object right. and isn't that weird how like how we're taught. that like we're taught to be objects yeah. and we're taught that that's as a girl like that's your worth like don't be the smart girl I have actually got made fun of for being like always knowing the answer they called and me rain man rain man <laughs> You know what's weird? It's weird being invisible and black at the same time. Oh, the invisible man. Like, you're, like, noticed all the time, but, like, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. They notice when there's a cop behind you. That's when they notice. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. a white man on the street. Or a white woman. But in all fairness, both of you could pass for Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> I wish somebody would. <laughs> True, true. But, I'll tell you when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> brown, pe- brown people just have it as bad as well, so. No, I, I'm just I'm Anything is shade lighter than these fucking extension cords. You're pretty much hit. <laughs> brown paper bag, y'all. Hey, look, and I feel bad. I'm part Irish, right? So, like, I feel bad for the Irish, too, because the Irish get garbage for a lot of, like, 100 years, so I get it. Yeah, well, that's why they became cops. Yeah. So shit. <laughs> to and beat people up. To beat people <laughs> up. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything on the radar for um, the racist minute with Latoya? It's, what's what's new in racism today? Anybody killed? Um, Last week she comes in and she's like, oh yeah, guy shot and killed. I'm like, what? Oh, black yeah, black man shot and killed kid. and uh, yeah, the 13 year old kid. That's a that's a new one. The 13. What's yeah. the 13 year old kid? I, I know. I remember from last week it was there was a man in San Diego. Was this this is the one in L.A. Correct? I think so. Yeah. You oh, said yeah. put the microphone in front. Southern of me, California. Yeah. It's it's just it it's uh, I don't like the fact that I'm getting numb to this. Uh, isn't that a terrible feeling? Like yeah, oh, I just don't another, like that. I don't just like another that person dead by all. the police. Because I notice I have my outbursts when they're inappropriate. For oh. example, I went to a show in Oakland and it was this white dude singing like blues music, and I got and it was after I heard what happened in uh, in Charlotte. And I, all of a sudden, I said, cultural appreciation. I had like a weird outburst. And it was nothing but white people in the theater. And I was enjoying myself. But I was just like, you need to say something about South Carolina or North Carolina. And I, it was just like, uh, crazy woman, let me check myself. See, now that's it's, the thing, too. When you're trying to say something of value <laughs> and you s- express it in a way with passion, then people write it off as being crazy. Right. You're a crazy black woman. Exactly. <laughs> they, right, that theory. But I, I like, was She's with, screaming in the street again. What's she on crack? I mean, there's all right. kinds of terrible. Yes, right. that, that right. whole idea of like, oh, she must be on something. Yeah. But then I had a moment where I was just like, and I only had three drinks, so it wasn't like I was intoxicated. But I, I had a moment and I was with my friend. I'm like, I need to go walk away for a moment. And then yeah. I stopped and I was just like, namaste. Just go back and watch the show. What are you what are you doing? Because I was angry and my outburst came out. Maybe it was at the right time. Maybe it was the wrong time. I don't know. But it, I feel like I'm going to have more of these because I'm angry. See, I'd want to be cool like uh, that guy in the movie with um okay he the guy who shoots him or hits him and makes him die is batman later on riddle me this Uh, you guys will get it it's um the guy who plays christian bale plays the guy who's really rich and beats up a black guy shaft the remake shaft yes it is it is so Almost exactly what you said, except he was cool. Yeah. He like he was like, oh, you're going to say things about me? And then he cut the hole. He took the knife, and everyone was scared, and he cut the cut, holes yes. out of the white napkin and then dropped it on his head. 
like, and he's like, what? But he I goes, forgot about oh, that part. Oh, racist. <laughs> that, that was with Sam Jackson. That is a great, I mean, it is a terrible movie, but it's so bad that I it's good. I forgot about that part. It's great. Yeah. The beginning, it's so scary. It's, but the thing is just like, you know, I, and especially, again, where I work, where there's ah. hardly no ah. people of color. Ah. And I get pinpoints all the time, and people wanted to touch my fucking goddamn oh, hair. Do the people oh. still want to do that? Yes. I can't believe that that still happens. Why wouldn't it? it yeah, we're 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 that nice, is, little, nice little Negroes. Let me touch your that hair. That's as old as like telling black people how to like get pulled over and shit. Like that <laughs> shit is ancient. Everybody knows that shit. Like I know that shit. I'm not even a woman. Like I just grew up around with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, it, it's just like, and I think that's another thing that's eating me up and making me depressed as well because being a person yeah (laughs) exactly we ain't read a word for it for fucking 30 years all of a sudden it's called a microaggression aggression that's what that outburst was Mm. so i think it's and i think right but i think it's also every every image and everything that i'm seeing and hearing and hearing the other side not, ha- not have any compassion and thinking right. that we deserve this i think that's also ha- fucking with me mentally and <laughs> the debates yes, the when debates. trump had nothing to say when they're asking about racism and both of their answers were like so <laughs> roundabout nothing about anything yeah. and neither one of them brought up like police brutality or it was they brought it up but then they just talked around them yeah yeah they didn't i mean they could have actually and they i was watching part of the vp debate yesterday and that was depressing too Uh, it was i don't even know who the vps are oh uh tim kane uh who is uh hillary's and that evil twat Mike Pence, Mike the governor Pence. of Indiana. Wow. Yeah, they had that debate last night. Yeah. That yeah. was garbage. Yeah, it was, it, you know. I didn't, I didn't even know that was happening. I was too, I was too busy running brainwash and being sad. That was actually kind of like a debate, except it was just garbage. Yeah. Viewed on both sides. One guy, Clinton's fucking guy, looks like a <laughs> fucking high-handed douchebag, and then the other guy just looks like a racist, like, old Robo- Racist robot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a real law and order guy. Like, you know, he's never seen the world at any person's no. perspective. Exactly. He's just got the douchebag rich guy perspective. Yeah. My, grand, my parents on the gas station in southern Indiana. Well, have you been... Southern it, Indiana's boring as fuck. Did you ever work there, by the way, the yeah. racist cunts? Yeah, did yeah. you ever work at the... T- yeah. yeah. Been to Indiana? Yeah. <laughs> boring. But no, boring. I think racist. it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's all these things. What if Trump would have tried to have a black VP? I'm surprised he didn't try to I'm do sure, that. Well, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't try to get what's, what was the brother that was running. Um, uh, oh, right. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Name. Why didn't he choose that? I mean, I doesn't that make sense? Because they don't like black people. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he likes profiting off us. Yeah, he likes profiting off of old people yeah. and taking their casino well, money. Well, he profited <laughs> off of uh, Mike Tyson. Because you know, that's like, my my yeah. one my black friend right there. No, yeah, Don King. Don King was in his corner. Oh, Don King is wow. That fool, as many times as he stole, stolen. Um, he's pretty bad. Like he steals. He, him, and Trump and him have a great, great relationship because they're both con men. And so does. Don't forget. The Trump family and the Clinton family are really good friends too. Lest us oh, not yeah. forget the pictures of their Christmas together four yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Lest us not forget yeah. how they've been buddy buddy this whole time. Yeah, it's oh. a fact. 
It's, it, it is an act, but I, the thing is, there's a demographic of people in America that eat that shit up and that believe the, the real stuff. housewife contingent yeah or or the poor or the poor honey boo boo contingent that yeah. was in a trailer they they see this and they see what this man is spewing out of his mouth fear and hate and fear and hate and then i'm the bad guy yeah. When I walk down the street, I'm the asshole. See, there was and I another. There that's was another world been, leader. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm not well, surprised anymore. You, I feel bad. I feel like bad not feeling like you no more. Like you get mad about that shit. I'm so. I've been so fucking past like the insults re- and the slings and bullshit every day. Do you remember that that world leader? Um, he he spewed Gorbachev. hatred and fear. Hatred and fear and and which uh, decade. Uh, Hitler, I think his name was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he were, he ran. He got everybody. He got everybody on He's board. He's a bully. He got everybody on board by scaring them. Yeah, the f- and, and that's uh, what this is. This is yeah. what. And the thing is, we've talked about critical thinking, mm. and this comes into play of critical thinking, where there are no people that do that. Not or anymore. And the, ed- and the education system has failed so many people. This is what you get. Right. You. This is. This is what you get, and it's always been there. I'm, it's never went away. I'm glad that people now are spewing your hate and let me know how you actually feel. But there's only so much that one person can take. And then now you have people who are like, maybe. So maybe I moved from right. Michigan. <laughs> hey, I'm from misery. So yeah. I. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I have proof that our education system is uh, shitty because I used to teach. Right. And. Uh, I saw. I I did. uh, Four years. I got out before um, because of uh, No Child Left Behind, which was the systematic dumbing down of the American children. I absolutely believe it. Um, I've seen seven-year-olds who can't read very well, and their spelling list has words. And these are seven-year-olds. Their spelling list has words like deep and mean. Okay, those are four-letter words for a seven-year-old. That's a second, third grader. When I was in second and third grade, we were trying to th- believe I before E, except after C, and that doesn't even have it in that. Like, because was always because was always hard for me with the A and the U and trying to figure that out. But that was like second grade for us, yeah. and now their words are so easy. Well, you can thank California and Texas for that bullshit, the buying of the fucking books, the right? Books. You know what I mean? And not just that, but like, look, I get made fun of, well, I don't personally get made fun of, but the school does. I hear shit about Montessori school all the oh, time. Oh, Montessori stuff is well, great. Well, I fucking grew up with Montessori school. It's and great. the one lesson, the first lesson I still remember is critical thinking. Who, what, when, where, why? 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 That's exactly. it. Bam. Everything else, I don't know. Like, I saw a rat eat a snake, or a snake eat a rat once, right? You know what I mean? Right? right. Like, the rest of it's all garbage, but that's the one thing no no but that's that's important because if you see a snake see a rat you have to say well why is that happening right and it's the snake is hungry (laughs) who what when where why that's the one that's been fucking who dropped the rat right there who yeah Yeah. well and why is the rat there to begin with is this uh, where is is the snake in the wrong place is this like in the middle of san francisco where where is it happening the one important question is why why yeah Yeah. and who's this owner who's its owner well yeah who's it does the snake belong to someone is this a wild snake is it a pet rat or a wild rat see there's all these that's how we yeah critical thought it out a montessori schools are great because they teach 
kids in the mode that Critical children... Critical thinking. Well, they teach children in the mode that the children want to learn in, so they're more apt to learn because they're guiding their own education. Yeah. So if they're good at, like, putting things together, then they get to ma- p- play with erector sets and do robots and whatever. If they're good at reading and writing stories, they get to re- they get to write a novel, you know, yeah. at seven or whatever they want. Instead of being like, now it's math time. Those things are done... They're done, but they're done differently depending on how the child directs their own learning, which I'm totally on board with. I think Montessori is awesome because you're valuing the child's input on their own education. Whereas now, we're just like, sit down, learn, read, take the test, A, B, C, D, E. Which one? Okay, <laughs> choose, 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 choose. Circle, circle, circle. Yeah, that yeah. standardized test is garbage. Absolutely oh, garbage. Yeah, are you kidding me? The fear that I had when I would have to take that shit when I was a kid. Me too. Just because there was so much pressure. And I'm like, can we get back to English, please? Like, I remember in second grade, that's when we learned about haikus and stuff. Oh, cool. And that, that was fun to me. But when come October with standardized testing I'm like no oh I just hated it because yeah, yeah, the SATs the ACTs oh I took I took the ACT twice first time I got a 17 then I went and studied and took the ACT program for studying and then the second time I got an 11 wow that's funny yeah. but the scores aren't that high on that I don't even remember what the scores I don't even remember what the scores on that I, was just, for me. I wasn't no, the thing is it's just like I felt too much pressure I didn't sure I heard it right just because yeah yeah I got an 11 yeah I went down and I think it's bullshit the fact that okay I don't have a high S, um, ACT but this means I can't go to school yeah no I'm very fucking intelligent I know a lot of dumbasses that did really good. I don't know about that. I seen that ACT score. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I don't know about that. I saw that ACT score. Yeah. <laughs> T- the test taking would always freak me out because it's the one point where it's like, okay, are you better than your peers or not? You better be better. You're supposed to be the smartest. You're supposed uh-huh. to be the smartest. You want to be the smartest. You want to get the highest thing. I want to be in the highest percentile. I need to be in the 92 percentile. I want to be, she, she's in the 96 percentile. I want to be in the 98 percentile. You're in your head. So for me, it's like, Proving to the other people that I'm either just as smart or smarter. So whenever those, even like in all that standardized testing when I was in grammar school, like before we even got to the SAT, and when it became the SAT, that was still because I hung out with dorks. It was like, what's your SAT score? What's your SAT score? And it was like, you know, it was a point of pride that you had this really high, high score. score yeah. And it's, I mean, I'm just not a really good test taker. I'm not. I'm not either. Because of the pressure. It's too well, much what pressure. Are you, yeah. Well, what are you winning? That's the thing. Like, what? What is the goal? Scholarship. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. But like, but and at the end of the day, that's that. Why shit? All right. So like, all right. So now you win the scholarship, and then what? Like, well, what is the end game of this that, that's bullshit? True. I won. I won true. entrance to UCSD, and it was a great school, and I enjoyed my time there, and it was, I you know learned a lot about theater and dance, and it's kind of drugs formulated <laughs> it just seems like the curse of short-term thinking as opposed to long-term thinking right you know I, I, like i yeah. think there's a better way of maybe like up like uh, for the overall health of like children schooling and sh- it shouldn't have to be a race to uh 1400 points or six well no but that was just that's me personally because i was raised christian and i was in this cl- i was in this household where you kind of had to be perfect for Jesus. Like every Sunday we all had to wear like matching outfits to church and like sit and be together as a family and show everybody how happy we are. Perfect. Perfection. How, yeah. Look, right. And, um, that, that, that takes a toll on somebody too. Well, and it's, you know, at this point it's like poor little rich girl. Oh, I grew up so rich. 
oh, the reason I have self-esteem issues is because, you know, Jesus was a terrible boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> but I had to be perfect for Jesus all the time. And I was never good enough. And, and I just, I never, I tried so hard at everything and I never felt good enough. Like I was doing a good enough job. And I had almost straight A's. I had like a B probably like a B plus and the B pluses used to make me crazy. Cause I was like, why a B plus? Why not an A minus? Just, just it's so A-. close. It's seriously, really. It's not a B. My attitude doesn't get me an A minus. Seriously. You can't just bump me up. Come on. Who do I have to pay? Right? Yeah, it's back to that being invisible. <laughs> yeah. B plus. B plus. B plus Pam Benjamin. But just that, like my blood type is B plus. But invisible that's, plus. That striving to perfection <laughs> takes a toll on somebody for so long. Yeah. You know, you, you keep climbing, you keep climbing, and it's still no great success. And then, you, you, you know, maybe... I don't know. I, I, I feel like perfection can be... Is very dangerous. Yeah, who wins? You know, because... It can eat you up. Well, I ne- that's the thing. Is I think that's the problem, too, is I, I never feel like I win because my expectations, my perception of my expectations of what I want n- don't come to fruition. Yeah. No matter how hard I work at it, well, my expectations aren't usually met. I'll tell you who wins. The fucking middle managers win. People who don't give a shit about like <laughs> life win. Like People who can just fucking bore person. their head down and just answer the questions and fucking study and make it through middle managers, they fucking win. They win. They always win. That's how Donald Trump wins. It's a winner. That's just... just I, I just try, but that's a, I guess that's a man way to do it, but for a woman, it's just to look pleasant. Look pleasant. Just be pleasant. We have we're, we're sprinkled with more extra bullshit. That's the problem. I think there's a lot of yeah. There's yeah. A there's lot a lot of extra, extra bullshit that comes with like the way you look, the way a woman should talk, crossing your legs, right. You know, fighting, wearing makeup, getting, wearing makeup, finding a boyfriend, your hair, finding your husband, your legs. Your oh, so you just conform more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well. Well, the thing is, in society, extra studying. in society, there's this pressure. You know. I just turned 35. She's going to be 30, 42. 42. Yeah. So in society standards, we're supposed to be already married or even divorced or a or lawyer have a kid or, or, you know, a doctor. A do- yeah. Some, you know, some real job with real. Yeah, exactly. You're in the middle part of that career. You're supposed to be on the ladder up. Like you're right. Like right. Exactly. The way up that ladder. Exactly. Fuck your happiness, though. You're no, just yeah. supposed to well, be. You're supposed to be here. That's supposed to make you happy, lady. Right. Exactly. Well, your job i guess if you're you really loved your like your i don't know what pe- normal people do um yeah right yeah if but, you were doing stand-up 52 weeks a year sure you'd be fucking happy for sure that would if be I was actually paid happy. for it yeah absolutely. Be on, that's what that's what i'm saying if you were on the road getting absolutely. paid doing what you love to do that would i would yeah, be super yeah. into it but yeah what's the number of people that actually get to do that right yeah like none yeah like tiny Burr, tiny Burr, like too. margaret Cho. name them yeah, ex- yeah. There's just some, but even being on the road, there's other bullshit you have to deal with. So I mean, there's always going to be bullshit. Don't get me wrong. I think but. I think for me the the toughest thing is that I'm 42. I'm never going to have kids, and I'm a witch. Do you know? <laughs> like, like I'm not. I'm well. What they used to do. That's where I think the the witch thing came from. The old ladies that lived in the forest oh, okay. that never had kids, and then they're like, you know. 
drinking tea and they're like, ah, that's witchcraft. And it's like, no, it's herbs in water. And they're like, ah, chamomile is witchcraft, the devil. How could you bear, how could you not have a man and a baby? Where are your children? And you're, and there's no like grandchildren to protect you. And so you're a witch and you live out in the forest and old nobody respects crow. your opinion. Yeah, you're an old crone. You're a old maid. Old maid. Like, old what, are, what are you if you don't have, what are you a woman if you don't have kids? Like, uh, this was, this was the, wor- the worst person ever. I, we got in such a fight about it and I yelled and yelled and yelled. And oh, he made me so mad. Who was it? And he said he, ah, oh, he's out of town now. It's David Hobley. Dr. David Hobley said to me one day on a show that he didn't want to have sex with women who couldn't bear children because he just didn't find it sexy anymore. Like he didn't, he didn't find women attractive or he didn't want to have sex with them unless the possibility of them getting pregnant was there. That sounds kind of rapey. Well, it's just, he said that he doesn't find them, he, unless like there's the danger of having a baby or something that it's not, but that's the thing is that that cuts off women at an age. Like that when you're a dude and you're in your seventies, you're not shooting blanks. You're, you're still card. Yeah. There's still, 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 the the gun still has bullets when you're 70. Yeah. But the dick is shriveled up. I I have no idea. That's what, that's why they make Viagra and they sell it on NFL channels. But I make fun of him if it doesn't come up. I'm like, look what you did. He said it made me feel, and we got in this huge, and it made me feel terrible because I was like, so after I can either no longer bear children, like worthless, then I'm worth. Yeah. So once you go through menopause, you are no longer sexy. And he's like, well, not to me. And what if you had a hysterectomy when you were young? What if your tubes were tied? What if right. what if you can't you you that can't have bare children? Period. Right. What if yeah? What if yeah? I mean, that's really disgusting and disturbing. I know. I there's some rapey. Yeah, rapey. there's something wrong with him. It is rapey. That it's is. Like, you hurt my can't feelings. Just read a child, and you know, oh, I don't want to get in that. It's <laughs> fucking gross. That if is... I fucking said that, should you be like, well, why? Why does he have to? Every time he fucks, he must just wants to make sure she can get pregnant. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That... <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. have said his whole name. He doesn't listen to the podcast either. I'm not too Fuck worried. That, yeah, but that that's that's really see. And and here's the thing. Once women, once once women hit menopause, that's our sexual peak. Right, that is like when we're ready to throw down, like for real. Like I mean, I've always wanted to throw down, but that is that's our height. And that, and at that age for men, that's when it, they go through their midlife crisis, and it slows down a little bit for them. And blah. No, I'm gonna be that horn, horny old gra- uh, lady. Well, not old, <laughs> not old. Excuse me. I know me. I'm trying to stay away from the old thing I don't too. Like, excuse me, not old, but I, I, minus the hot flash. If that's what menopause is, you know, my sexual peak going up in stock, I, I'll take that because I hate bleeding. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Like I always, I Way find it interesting that that, uh, that women seem to, uh, you know, say go gay, but like, <laughs> like tend to lean lesbian, like over, like after that menopause time. Interesting. Like, I've noticed, like women, like you know what? I'll hang out with Carol. I, I don't Like I've just noticed it more. You don't see guys well, like on fucking six, going, hey, me and Jeff gonna be. We, we good now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the fact is that women, 
we we women if you have some kind of self-esteem women do find other women attractive and that's why we feel comfortable to like you know sleep in the same bed with our girlfriends butt naked or like touch our each other's boobs hee hee ha 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 or like experiment <laughs> you know just so. go through that one more time it's a little slower <laughs> 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 What's your pants doing now? <laughs> I mean, I slept. I slept with my best friend the other night, and just laying down. But we were in the same bed, and nothing weird happened. But we we're just comfortable, you know, with each other. And I think that's something that some women, I know myself, I'm very comfortable being around other women, and I've been with women before. So, and maybe with the way things are going in my life, I might go to the other side. Well, the only threesome I've ever had was with two women. So that was the oh. only threesome I've ever had. I don't think that I'd have a, a threesome with a guy. <laughs> I, like, uh, I couldn't, I don't think I could deal with that. Uh, I don't think I could deal with, like... Not two guys. I, could, I couldn't really balls. deal with two guys. No, that's too much balls all over the place. And I couldn't really <laughs> deal much. with... Right, I couldn't... But And I don't think I could deal with another girl on a guy, because then I'd be, like, kind of jealous, because it was, like, my one. guy. That one's my favorite. If I was, like, my guy, I'd be like, I don't want to share my guy. I'm a voyeur. I like to watch. Huh. So I, I like one guy, two girls. That's it. Two two dudes, no. <laughs> too much. Like that's the industrial. No, I'm like, this is overpowering. Two, two bats, four balls. Just yeah. too much to play. Exactly. Nope. We're not playing baseball today. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like get that out of my face, get yeah. that out of my ass, yeah. stop it, too much. Another one. Yeah, <laughs> jingle balls all over the place. Gates flying everywhere. Ah, it almost feels very sexual assaulty a little bit. Kind sometimes. of, yeah, kind of. Well, it's it's it's. I mean, it's the smallest gangbang. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> It's the smallest. It is, yeah. I it's mean, just a Lilliputian gangbang is the tiniest of the gangbangs. Yeah, too much masculinity going on there. I need some more JJ up in there. Too no. many fucking law and order start that way. That's all. Doom, <laughs> doom. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. We've gotten, we've, we've, we've gone somewhere here <laughs> on the Altacast. I think we got out of our depression we, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we got out of our depression a little bit. Sorry. No, it's good. We still have, uh, we still have the, the drug minute to do, just so you guys oh, know. Sorry. Uh, no, it's not, it's, you hang out for the drug minute. Uh, at least 34 people were killed by the police this year carrying non-lethal firearms such as pellet or toy guns. So 34 people this year have been killed because they have a fake gun. And that's what that little boy, the 13-year-old, was killed. He had a BB gun. Yeah, I got a drug one. He, one guy was holding a vape pen. Last what? Yeah, that was in San Diego. It was, yeah, that was that the was, guy? It was a yeah. vape pen? Yeah. It was a vape pen. Yeah. yeah. He pointed the well, like his sister or brother called, called it in. And was right. like, hey, this guy's fucking, he's acting erratic. They was, he was in that parking lot for an hour. They shot him one minute after they showed up. And he had a fucking vape pen because he pointed a vape pen at him. He was probably trying to give him the vape pen. And he shoots him in one minute. Yeah. It's that's it's yeah. awful. Now, we talked now, about it last wait, week wait, on the wait. show. You can blow up shit in Manhattan, right, and get chased down and like Columboed and shit like that, right? <laughs> like you you get saved and shit. Or right? you can be a white boy that goes into a black church and shoot everybody and yeah. then get walked yeah. out when and asked and, and then yeah. last year in Charleston yeah. and asked to like if you can go to Burger King after that. For sure. Yeah. If you know you're hungry. That happened. You don't want to send after you to jail. Hungry. Nine people. Nine black people. Yeah. That's fine. And it, it, that's what just I mean, disturbs me Speechless. of like how yeah. you know even the tamir rice story of the little 13 year old that had the bb gun, the BB gun the you know they 
came in busted in and killed that little boy like even kids like you're killing kids man you've yeah. been killing kids for a long time but seriously but the other side thinks it's okay they, they posed a threat but that's that's only because of the way that people like people think that representation on tv is not important and shit huh. but like, like but just think about this right they got this dumb ad up right now that's like nba 2k type shit right and it's got this brother sitting there screaming like a fucking animal on the cover of it right <laughs> he just standing there just like <laughs> right but like there's other pictures there's like two other fucking posters up there that's just like just like just a svelte black men that are just standing there looking strong and like just athletic they don't have to look like a fucking maniac and you can't tell me that like just seeing that just subconsciously from a five-year-old to a fucking 95 year old that damn that dumb poster doesn't lead to like just yeah. people's unconscious thinking about how black men are exactly especially Absolutely. if you're not around us yeah if you're not around people of color and that's the thing it's just like that's like me not knowing anything about the suburbs but being judgmental about the suburbs <laughs> you think empty nest is how the suburbs running exactly <laughs> that was a funny show it was a funny show yeah but no but the thing, but i'm from the suburbs so i do know but but these white folks that think they know well that's how they are like you've not even around anybody of color how can you say that mm. but that's it's called ignorance of course it's but, management. but but it's also <laughs> like how we are per perpetrated perpetrated huh? um how we are you know perceived in the media it's, and it's been going on for centuries it's yeah. crazy because there's like no genetic difference between like we're None. like the same just like you can take anyone's blood a human's blood and transfer it to another human right. we're all humans yeah we all we're type all a, i'm type a let's do this we're yeah. we're almost i mean we're only like you know how many percent away from being monkeys right exactly <laughs> but, but we're no we're not we can you know we can segregate against the monkeys you can monkey proof your car but like Good you, you <laughs> it's but we're all people we're all pe it's just genetics and the thing is it's there's no such thing as a race it's genetics like for example this is how science works you could have two dark-skinned parents and then the child comes out fair skin. Mm -hmm. You could have, you know, it, it, so on and so on. Yeah. And the thing is, it's just like everybody. Mendel. Mendel you you could have someone that looks white, but that is, that's your cousin. We have the same blood. It, it's just genetics. And people don't realize that I'm like, it's a science to it, y'all. It's not just black people, white people, brown people, Asian people. You know, life begins Purple in Purple people. <laughs> I love when they do that bullshit. Orange people. Orange people. Green. There is an green. orange person, actually. Right. Yeah, but, is. I mean, I think we need to get that word race out of our vocabulary and talk about genetics of how, how what our gene pool is made up, especially living here in this country. Come on. Yeah, and celebrate the, you know. The backbone. My eyes look different exactly. than your eyes. That's cool. My hair is different. Yeah. I have friends with kinky hair. I have friends with straight hair. Yeah. I have friends with no hair. It, like, right. we've got Caillou. Why does he have cancer? I, what, I don't. What's really strange is that, like, we're really a lot closer to the people in, like, Afghanistan and shit in, like, the Middle East than, like, anywhere else because there were so many people fucking mixing over there between, like, you know, I'm talking, like, early man, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah the Tigris, you 
Brady Arab is the... and the fucking Chinese and the fucking Absolutely. everybody and French. Everybody's just over there fucking. That's why you got like, what's that beautiful National Geographic cover with like the girl with the red fucking oh, scarab and the, the green yes, eyes? from like 1985. Yeah, that man, that, that's legit. Bam! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. But she's like the prettiest girl in the world and it's just boom, just Afghanistan, the Afghan girl is what yeah. it's called. And it's just, it's just but a then, world and, female. And yes, and we're, and yet we're just killing these people that, you know there's four there's yeah. four million Syrian refugees just running around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's but why do we, we 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 enslave people all the time we, we don't believe that they're people like the Syrians we're not taking any of the four million refugees um, like the people terrorists. in Bangladesh that are making our clothing that work for like a dollar a day so that we can have our cute little HMN HMN whatever outfits and there are people that we make the iPhones in China, and for some reason it's okay to pay them less money because what? They're not Americans? Like what the fuck? Because of NAFTA. But it's <laughs> but it's because, but we but we're devaluing. So for some reason, we Human as beings. Americans, we've got this constant need to be like, well, we're Americans and we're better. Well, yeah. But and then Black Americans aren't as good as White Americans, or or so, if you haven't lived here for if you're like a second generation, yeah. right? Well, and it's. But it's so stupid because we're all black women. I, yeah, you, you we might need, need a worldwide view. You, know, you might need my kidney one day, so be nice to me. Yeah, <laughs> you, seriously. Well, watch. I wouldn't be surprised if we if there's a somebody murdering people over in Bangladesh to take their, you know, organs to sell them. Oh, you know, that's actually Americans. that's actually a kind of a true thing. People do do that. Now I don't know. I don't know if it's in Bangladesh, but I was Indonesia, so, yeah, one of those countries that right? they do take people's organs. And sell them. Yeah. Yeah. God, I need There's a new kidney. They do that shit in Mexico. You ain't got to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so the news and views expressed on the AltaCast may or may not live in reality in the, in the That's world. That's reality. You can go to Mexico and get an organ if you want one, bud. <laughs> I, I think you can get I, I wonder, should we look on eBay right now and see if yeah, we can look yeah. up kidneys? Go find out how much we'll, liver, costs and, uh, liver and onions cost. <laughs> uh, kid, I'm going to say kidney, kidney for sale. <laughs> kidney for sale on the shop kidneys. Uh, we got kidneys for nine ninety five. <laughs> We've got Not dried, light, yeah. red kidney beans, 20-pound bank for $14.95. <laughs> Here we go. Ten go, body go parts. Black web. Ten body parts you can legally sell for big bucks. There you this go. This is good. See? Wow. Oh, oh here we go. Blood up to $120. In America, it's illegal to pay people to donate blood. For some folks, they uh, will lie Maybe to get the free cash. Free. Uh, however, most blood bank centers <laughs> will offer incentives. Uh, sweepstakes, free tickets, twenty dollars gift cookies. cards, up to one hundred and twenty dollars a year. Uh, some of the sweepstakes can be up to five thousand dollars. All right, hair. You can sell hair up to three thousand dollars. I know about that one. It's time for your own That's Joe Indian from girls get them. Little Women as Wig Moments. Salon people want your hair. Mm -hmm. Ten inches plus, paying cash. I just cut off four inches the other day for no reason. Plasma, up to forty-eight hundred bucks. Unlike yeah, blood, plasma so donation is paid for as it is used to produce medication. Uh, so after passing through a screening process, certain donation centers offer frequent donors up to $400 a month. They also throw incentives in for consecutive visits. Incentives alone can bump up earnings by another $80. Sperm, up to $12,000. You can get uh, up to $125 a cup and some and three thrice-weekly donation. Uh, I'd probably get at, like the $5 cup. Uh, at a $1,000 a month payment. Uh, yeah. Others offer a flat rate per sample. Yeah, I'll give a 
Oh my God, feces up to thirteen thousand dollars. Shut okay, up. Uh, I'm interested in this. Yes, one. poop, which can be abundant resource if you are hitting your daily fiber intake. Poop from healthy donors is transplanted to help treat difficult C. difficile infections. The feces can be can help restore the imbalance caused by antibiotics to treat the infection. Oh my God, they put your poop into someone else's bodies. Companies will pay up to $40 per sample and are required to give samples up to four times a week. A bonus of $50 is given for donating five days in one week, and this can add up to $13,000 a year. I never knew that. You still have to pass a stool screen and blood screen to become a donor. Wow, shit. Bone marrow. Gross's book, the um, Chomp. That's got a. Uh, that's got that stuff of eating the the <laughs> taking your poop and putting it in somebody else. Oh man. It's got a whole chapter on it. It's very interesting. Oh my God. Bone marrow up to eighteen thousand dollars, or stem cell donation is touted to be the key to winning the fight against leukemia, lymphoma, and other blood cancers. However, donations are rare, prompting the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to declare that bone marrow donors should be compensated. Donors in Arizona, California, Hawaii, Guam, Guam, Idaho, Alaska, Montana, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington can get up to $3,000 per donation. Since a recovery period of eight weeks is recommended, $18,000 can be made off of stem cell donation per annum. Advances in medicine mean traditional and painful extraction from the hip bone are avoided. Stem cells can now be harvested directly from the blood that is extracted via standard donation. Woo! Breast milk, 2300 Breast milk banks, two fifty an ounce, or dollar from a dollar to two fifty an ounce. Blood, blood. That's what they're pay- paying. Uh, sites like Craig- Craigslist and theonlybreast.com. Now, I have a theory about breast milk. I think that we can uh, cure vegans by giving them cheese. We can make breast milk beer cheese and give it to the vegans. It's the only cheese that vegans could actually eat because it, it, it's made from real breast milk and vegans breastfeed their children, right? So that means that they can eat breast milk. So if you turn it into cheese, now they have an alternative. They can actually have a ca- quesadilla because cashew cheese does not a good quesadilla make, That's says Yoda I, from I, the future. I, I, I see an entrepreneur right here, man. Is yeah. Yes, no. Breast milk beer cheese, baby. I made my day. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine vegan pizza? You could make vegan gluten-free pizza. Gluten-free people also. Eggs. Oh. Okay. Now this is awful. For the meat, you got the fucking titty juice. The titty. Yes, the titty juice. So the eggs. Lady eggs. Twenty-four thousand dollars. Now this is terrible. And I thought about doing it when I was in college, but I decided not to because it's really fucks with your body you have to take all these medications and then you have to hyper ovulate and then they take like a needle and they stick it in and they pull out your eggs and you only have a certain amount of eggs in your life so if you donate eggs early you might run out of eggs later because that's when menopause happens when your last egg drops you have no more eggs that's when menopause happens and you might want to have kids like like later on and what have you so it might be harder for you it might be harder because you don't have as many eggs because you had them pre they give you drugs so that that it 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 just makes them ready quicker, a bunch of them, and then they go in and take them out. There's two words you never want to hear together. Hyper-ovulate. <laughs> Hyper-ovulate. Ever, ever, uh, Yeah, women ever. seem to have the upper ever. hand with donations. Eggs can be sold for double what men get for sperm. Duh, because it's much more invasive. This is due to the more invasive, and they just said it right here, <laughs> the more invasive nature of the procedure and the longer recovery period required. A healthy donor can get up to $8,000 per egg donation cycle. 
that means that they make you hyperovulate and they take a bunch of eggs. Each cycle spans a four-week period, after which a three-month break is recommended. <laughs> yeah. Womb. I guess we'll start that when you're really fucking young, right? When you're like 15 or something, when you're really right. pounding out those eggs. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right? Pay for college. Sell your you eggs. The day after you start your period. Yeah. <laughs> start, them up, start them up early. Yeah. Womb. Up okay. to $45,000. Surrogate oh, parenting. Queen, queen. Technically more renting than outright sale, a healthy surrogate can charge up to $30,000 to carry a baby for nine months. I would charge more than that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> however, in the 22 states that allow surrogacy in the USA, a surrogate can earn up to 45000 Surrogacy is illegal in many states in the U.S. It's a criminal offense in New York, Michigan, Nebraska, and Ooh. New Jersey. Ooh. Wow. I didn't know that. And the last thing is, these are legal things. Well, Clinical trials. Man and woman's bullshit. Yeah, the man and woman bullshit, exactly. Um, clinical trials, you can, win, you can make up to $50,000 a year with clinical trials. Let's say you don't want to give up any of your body parts for science. There are researchers who will take your whole body. Clinical trials are varied as they come, from flu tests to taking painkillers to trialing drugs for treating STIs. It can be a really mixed bag. However, if you are brave enough, donating yourself for these trials can be pretty lucrative. Usually phase one medical trials, these studies can pay up to $1,505,000 for a seven-day stay. Think about it. You get to help the pharmaceutical industry develop life-saving treatments and essentially take a paid but highly restricted holiday. Clinical trials are a gray area, and some say the effects down the line are not worth all the cash received now. Are you brave enough to donate a body part or go for the whole hog and sign up for the whole trial? While livers, corneas, even hearts are sold daily on a global scale, they are almost always harvested from recently deceased individuals. If your goal is to raise this month's rent, selling any body part or two may be one way around it. And why it shouldn't become a permanent solution, donation can have you smiling to the bank with a fat check in a week or two. Wow. Twenty thousand yeah. bucks, right? But your like your liver's already like fucked up for the rest of your life. <laughs> right, right, right. Or I mean, but I that's can't the thing drink too. Water if, anymore, but you know what? I got that twenty thousand dollars. I could pay off my car bill or whatever the fuck, right? If oh, you're man. gonna be a surrogate parent, <laughs> you'd if you want to sell your womb like that, you have to have already had a baby. I would never, it, you know, for someone to have me carry a baby for nine months for them, I would need a million dollars. It's rent a womb. Rent a womb. Uh, this this womb is a million dollars, because it's like my, uh, you're gonna spread changes. my hips, my vagina's gonna. Th- you know what the scariest thing about having a baby is? The episiotomy when it's coming out, and they cut you from your vagina to your asshole, yeah. so that the baby can come out easier. Yeah. No way. Sometimes they don't even bother cutting it; it just tears. Tears on its own. <laughs> No, thank you. No, thank you. And I still want one. Yeah, I I say, and then your hips, your hips literally, as the baby gets closer to being born, yeah, it's head, and then your hips actually expand. There's like a break in your hips. Your hips, they don't go back together after they expand. No, you got a big ass. It's just the way it is. (laughs) Like, your body, everything changes on your body. The only person I've ever seen who's had two babies and look just as great as she did in high school is my best friend, the good doctor. Katie. I was going to say Sandra Bullock. No, the good Dr. Katie Fields. The good Dr. Katie Fields turns 43 this year. I shouldn't say that out loud on the radio. She doesn't listen to the show either. But she looks like she, she runs every day. She hikes. She's got. She's so hot, and like. I think I see why she kept her figure. She, but she had, she had, she has a she has like a 15 year old and a 13 year old now, and and she, you would never believe 
that she, she had these that these are her kids because she looks like what i noticed something too like i see women who have a little bit more money too that are able to oh yeah have the time to go work out or to if they do decide to do any get any work done they have that luxury hence why i see also the other side of the demographic of people who are lower income or what have you still overweight with their kids or they'll never be able to go back to that size again because they don't have the time right. to do, you know, to go work out. Or the, or resources, the resources to eat spinach. Right, exactly. Because I see a lot of, like, healthy women who have two or three or four kids, and I'm just like, how did you do Your body's still tight. What? How did you? I'm not even going to ask. They say Pilates. Pilates. It's good, Pilates. Yeah, and it's just like I... That's one, that's one of my biggest fears, honestly. Whenever or if I do have a child, my I'm so vain. I don't want my... I want my body to go back to the way it is. That's the number one reason that's, why I never got pregnant. That's the number pregnant. one. No, and seriously, because I'm vain, and I was like, I don't want... But also, by the time, I mean, I was, I was thinking about it with my ex-husband. We, I was on the prenatal pills, and we were trying. But I, I, I broke my knee. I got popped my ACL, and so I got the reprieve. And so I never had the baby, and yeah. then we got a divorce. So it was so great. But I really, I you mean, at that out. point, I know I lucked out. I got to go to grad school, and look at me now. Um, <laughs> but I would have had, I mean, otherwise, I would have had a 9-year-old right now. Yeah. Or a 10-year-old, which is pretty crazy. Co-parenting. Well, there's right. one thing about being vain. Like, my girlfriend was vain and lazy. Oh. It's like, you know, right? It's one thing to, like, want to be a stripper, and it's another thing to want to be a stripper and work out, so therefore you can maybe be a stripper. You, you have to do that. But if Your you're girlfriend wants pregnant, to be a stripper? She did. This is, oh, okay. Don't get me started with that bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying. But she didn't want to work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm saying, she <laughs> no. wanted to work at the Lusty Lady, right? And the Lusty Lady has chicks, right? They take all kinds. I'm just like, come on, man. But you have to. You're I'm telling, sorry. you don't got to fucking tell me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> stripper or no stripper, you still, you still need to take time out. At least twice some a week, three ups. times. A, yeah, some sit-ups. At least twenty minutes to do some kind of routine and what have Walk. you. You just have Walk. to. Walk. You just have. I mean, well, every healthy person should. And when we're yes. kids, sometimes you get instilled with recess. Run around, run around, run mm-hmm. around. But now it's stare at your iPhone and text with your friends and there's like less there's just less activity and so yeah. when these kids get older they just don't have the activity or on the flip side they'll like be they'll make an activity like oh, i'm gonna go rock climbing and i'm gonna join that gym that rock climbing gym and right that's fine I, I mean, and that's fun i mean i think that's great i just hate seeing like a lot of little boys with titties that really makes me angry because i obviously you're learning the kid learned it from the parent how to eat and when not to stop to eat because the parent lets them do that but you know you have to i don't care if you're a kid or an adult you have to run around and stay active no matter what right i mean it's just it's you're gonna die if you don't. You're right, gonna, right, you're gonna have right. an early grade. You gotta use the body. You, yeah. And and again, I'm not a I'm not a racist. I'm a sizist, and it's terrible because I I really do, and I know that it's a stigma, and I know that it's a documented thing about people who what they think about sizeism or whatever. Like I, and a lot of people agree that we think when we see a fat person, whether the first things that pop into your head. Pat, lazy, <laughs> lazy, look at him, look slovenly. That dude, got, um, that dude got some big titties. Well, I mean, it's but got there's. Some it's 
but and, and it's like so do we but that's the thing is that if you look at it from the fat people's side they say like why do you segregate against me this is my size oh, but then from my side side i say God never meant you to be that big. And I don't even believe in God. So what I mean, like, is, like, nature. You're going against the laws of nature. But then again, I, that makes me more... See, that's a, I'm a scientist. It sounds just like it's. you could use the same arguments with racism. Like, But, <laughs> now, but wouldn't you say there's a difference between a fat person and an obese person? Because when you're obese, a fat person could... That can honestly, with, with fat, you know, with those who are overweight, that could be genetics or what have yeah. you. But with obesity, obese... Yeah, you know. No, that's what you, I'm talking you, about. You, Yo. you can't stop, won't stop. And, and like the 400-pound man. Yeah. Or like, the lady who can't get on the bus. You right. know. You exactly. know that's still fucked up to say, though, right? You know that's I fucked don't, up. You know what? Anytime you I'm gotta buy, we're, we're sizes. A big motherfucker, right? You can get depressed and just lay into a bag of fucking Doritos and never get out the bottom of that motherfucker, right? Like, there are things in life. That happened to people. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying, right? So, like, I I feel, look, I want to call you a fat fuck all day, right? But, like, I'm not going to do it because, like, I, 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 not to be on a fucking pedestal, but, like, I just, I know I've taken enough bullshit through my bullshit life right. to know that, like, my assumptions might have no fucking validity when it comes to Jimmy to fuck in the couch you know yeah. what I mean? right right <laughs> right george is not a, a good friend who like died at fucking 16 who was skinnier than this like microphone stand and he died of diabetes oh that's yeah. weird yeah and, like you know what i mean like and like i had a that happens fucking fat friend who's like, yeah, here nothing. I, I found the i found the found the price crisis crisis is running all over the planet but you've got a chance the cost of a human kidney is 70 to eighty thousand dollars there we go and it could be enough to pay all your debts credits and much more you can help yourself right now just sell your kidney hurry up this is i'm literally reading you what this actually says (laughs) prices are slashing there's there's a picture of a kidney there's an arrow and it turns into a pile of cash yes we are happy with your decision and we'll give you a hearty welcome get a test and contact us no we understand you're not ready but don't forget about us we'll help you when you're in trouble see this is how much action invite your friend and get 20 percent of the (laughs) kidney price only until December first wow. wait a minute this you is real this is this is how bad we worship money that much i'm oh kidney eddie g hey you guys want do you guys want do you guys want me to click on yes yes we are happy with the decisions we'll give you a, a test and a hearty welcome or do you want to read some more you're not alone uh, <laughs> you're not alone you're, you're not, not alone, alone. Well, to support donors and clients out of clinic we've created a social net anytime you can get moral support and sympathy you'll never feel alone welcome to kidney book <laughs> Fuck off. that's fake I think this is real. I think this is real. I'm going to click yes and see where we're going. I'm cl- oh clicking yes. Oh, my God. I, see the black market for kids? How old are you? 31 to 50. Okay. How old are you? 31. What constitution do you have? Really fat, rather corpulent, medium, slim, athletic. I'm really a bodybuilder. Am I athletic? Am I athletic or slim? Am I, am I athletic or slim? I'm athletic. For sure. Okay. Answer. You're hungry. 
How often do you smoke? I'm in need of getting rid of a gun. How often do you smoke? I say one or two times a week. I'm not many times a day. How often do you drink spirits? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, well, almost. spirits or beer? Beer, beer or spirits are different. different. So almost. That's bullshit. That's an alcoholic. Like a motherfucker. Wait, wait. Nah, beer is not. Choose what describes your everyday diet in the best way. I love spicy, greasy, and roasted food. I have no rules. I eat almost everything. I prefer healthy food. I'm vegetarian. I have no rules. I eat almost everything. There's not one that's even balanced where you say, I yeah. eat this and yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Do you have a rare disease? For example, elephantitis. <laughs> I do not have a rare disease. Elephant. How often do you use sedatives or insomnia medications? Never. I never use those. Do you often drink energetic drinks with high concepts of sugar? Coca-Cola, Fanta, Sprite, and others? No, I don't like them. Shit's gross. Do you work in an environment where you could be intoxicated with chemical substances like <laughs> lead or asbestos? Hope Working with ceramics, no. lead, or finished stocks? No. Hope not. The ghost in the balloon is in there. I see. We it. all float it. Um, have you ever taken strong antipsychotics like Seroquel to cure schizophrenia? No. Have you ever survived any serious uh, surgical operations like heart or intestinal operations? Uh, no, I had my I had tumors taken off my ovaries, but it was done laparoscopic. The first time it was done really, but the second time it was laparoscopic. So I don't know. I don't, I don't I think, think so. That would count. Do you have diabetes? No. Worse. It's li- very likely that your health characteristics are unsatisfactory. Therefore, oh. we can't help you sell your kidney as no one will buy it. You have to look Nobody's carefully done. after your health, and maybe we'll be able to help you out later. Damn! It's okay. I know I have a bad kidney. My right kidney's yeah, all yeah, fucked up anyways. They know. Worst. Like, You're the worst. They just called Worst. The worst. They, they didn't say so sorry. They said, fuck you. You're the worst. worst. <laughs> okay. We don't want your shit. Let's, uh, there's a picture of a nice doctor. I want to see what the doctor has to say. A famous doctor, Havachian G, thinks that kidney transplantation is an important achievement in modern medicine. Dr. Havachian, could you please explain your opinion? You know, history of mankind is up to billions of years long. On the first stages of human body really needed both kidneys. For example, if the first kidney went wrong, the other kidney did all the work. It increased chances to keep on the human life because primitive man didn't have medicine and knowledge and couldn't even cure the simplest flu. And now, modern medicine has reached the unprecedented level. People eat food better than thousands of years ago. Huge armies of doctors and modern medications serve people's health, which makes it possible to live a long and happy life with one kidney. Moreover, the second kidney is redundant because it wastes resources of the body. It's more than likely that in the near future, it will be abated just after the child has been born, as already happens with appendicitis. Note, you can do preventative surgical removal of an appendicitis in our clinic, too. What about the moral aspect? Apparently, many people will think badly about transplantation. In the Middle Ages, the human body research was prohibited and punished by the Inquisition. Doctors couldn't atomize, autonomize corpses and study organs. It decelerated the process of medicine greatly and reduced many people's lives. The great Leonardo da Vinci, spelled wrong, also famous for his medicine diaries, researched corpses secretly as not to be caught by the Inquisition. Now it's allowed to anatomize, anatomize corpses. Thanks to this medicine has reached its today high level. Ooh, that's bad grammar on their part. It increased the average lifetime of human beings. A few centuries ago, 50-year-old man was an antilivision. But is now, a person of this age is full of energy. 
where, whoever wrote this, I think it lives in Russia. <laughs> because the first, when you said they spelled Leonardo da Vinci wrong, we got a problem. We got a problem. Like, how are you going to cut me open and not spell Leonardo da Vinci right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. These, these, pe- they, these people be crazy. Yeah. Uh... All right, so your your kidney your kidney's not worth a damn. My kidney's not worth a damn. Uh, but it's still it. My right nobody wants my right kidney. I mean, it hurts sometimes. It's bad, and I've it's been like this for years. I know it's gonna crap out, but I still the, the left ones never hurt. So if it took me this long to to ruin one kidney, come on, I got plenty of time. It's time for the drug minute. Drug drugs. Drug drugs. If you guys have been paying attention. We've been talking about Kratom in the past couple weeks, and um, this came out on 9-30, which was the date that Kratom prohibition was going to be set by the DEA. It's it's a drug that kind of helps people that have opiate addiction and and all the other kinds of issues, depression, and and, um, the DEA just decided to to ban Kratom. Funny enough, they've never banned Salvia, which I think is like a way worse, but... Uh, they put Kratom on a Schedule 1 starting on, um, they were, it was going to start on the, the 30th, the 930. Uh, so there's an issue about that. But then this is what happened today. It just came out. Yes. DEA reconsidering its ban on the herbal supplement Kratom. And I think it had a lot to do with the action of the Drug Policy Alliance because they were the ones who were like really pushing out this information and letting people know they were... Uh, they activists sent over 60,000 messages to Congress. So Congress was suddenly, you know, and a, a couple senators got behind it. Senator Cory Booker, a Democrat from New Jersey, sent a letter to the DEA, co-signed by Kirsten Gillibrand, a Democrat from New York, and Ron Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon, stating the need for adequate time for experts to weigh in via public comment. And so um, they were going to shut it down on the 30th, and then today... This just coming out of um, STAT, reporting from the frontiers of health and medicine, the DEA reconsidering its ban on the herbal supplement Kratom. Good. Uh, They show a cool picture of it. Uh, This is today, uh, October 5th. Uh, after announcing the herbal supplement Kratom would be made illegal as heroin, the Drug Enforcement Administration is now reconsidering its decision, a U.S. official familiar with the process told STAT on Wednesday morning. In late August, the DEA announced that it would ban the substance for two or three years, a step that could take unilaterally that, that could take unilaterally in a case it deems to be a public health crisis. Kratom is a plant from Southeast Asia often used to treat opioid withdrawal, chronic pain, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder. In making a decision, the DEA pointed to an increase in the number of calls to poison control centers related to Kratom as the justification for acting swiftly without seeking input from other government agencies and with no uh, room for public, no opportunity for public comment. Now, however, after protests in front of the White House, petitions that garnered more than 130,000 signatures and criticism from members of Congress, the DEA is reconsidering. I can't believe that... At the last minute, wow. Right. The ban could have taken effect as early as September 30th, but a DEA spokesman said that the order had not yet been signed. He could not say when it might be signed. But an official familiar with the decision said the DEA was now considering instituting a period of public comment or taking the more traditional approach to banning drugs, a process that involves both public input and detailed consultations with the Food and Drug Administration to determine whether the substance is in fact a health threat. That could significantly delay the ban or potentially lead to the reversal of the decision entirely. Mark, a representative, Mark Pocan, 
a Democrat from Washington, who spearheaded a protest letter signed by several dozen lawmakers, spoke to the acting administrator of the DEA on Friday. Since they didn't initially go through with the proper protocol for this procedure, now they're trying to figure out how they're going to implement some sort of public comment period, said a spokesperson from Pocan's office. The DEA, however, has made no public statement to that effect, and in September... A spokesman told the stat the ban would take effect soon. Senator Orrin Hatch, a Republican from Utah, spearheaded a similar bipartisan letter signed by eight other senators. His office specified that Hatch is not pro-Kratom, but that he wanted to make sure the DEA was not overstepping its bounds. Given the outcry from thousands of Kratom users, many of whom claim the substance has saved them from addiction, a public comment period could potentially shift the federal government's view on the plant. Researchers have also spoken out against the ban, saying that this will hamper lab work that might lead to new treatments for opioid and chronic pain. They're going to have that as Schedule One. Boy, the DEA, some shady motherfuckers. Well, and I, I mean, we can see we can see through the lines of this one. The reason they want to ban Kratom is that how much money do they make on uh, methadone? You wouldn't want yeah. something to counteract opioid addiction when they already have something that counteracts it that costs a lot of money that the exactly. pharmaceutical companies create. Why would they want something that's plant-based that could be used in a different way that people could, oh my God, grow themselves possibly someday in their own Absolutely. house and take like Kavakata or say Kavakava or medicinal marijuana or, you know, ayahuasca or all these like things that c- could potentially help you that are natural. Right. They say, nay, we're the pharmaceutical companies and we want to get in there, DEA, shut that shit down. It's Shut dangerous. It yeah, exactly. You're taking our money away. That's dangerous. Yeah, that's really dangerous. Don't take away their money. People yeah. get mad. I'm glad that, you know, that didn't get signed on to Schedule 1. Doesn't mean... We're not in the clear yet. Though. No, we're not in the clear yet. We're They're not just, in the clear yet. It was supposed to go into effect on the 30th of September, and now it's sort of being postponed because it hasn't been signed. But it's because people suddenly got up in arms and said, wait, why are you putting something in Schedule 1? We're just getting marijuana off Schedule 1 in, in uh, you know, in the five places right now. We've got Washington, Oregon, D.C. It's four. D.C. and Colorado. And California could be the fifth to... Take it off of Schedule 1 for the state. Say that it's the same as alcohol. Absolutely. Which is dangerous. Which is so dangerous. It's, which is more it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. It's a poison. It's so poisonous. And I sell it to people. It's. <laughs> well, if you're interested, by the way, just like they said about public comment on there, uh, I helped start this thing like seven years ago uh, called the San Francisco Drug Users Union, SFDUU. They're on uh, 48 Turk Street. They're open like between 3 and 5. And uh, what they do down there is stuff like this. So, like, if there's, like, a public voice stuff that's, like, being put to, like, people's state senators and shit like that, this is a group of people who, like, have been to the Capitol and have protested and stuff like that and have their own building space in the city that you can get together with like-minded people and um, and get on this type of issue if this is uh, your kind of thing FYI drugs well and that's the thing is that we've we allow and we laud like we say hey yeah take the pharmaceuticals oh you don't feel good take the Prozac oh Ah. you should have a beta blocker my friend told me the other day he was like you're freaking out something's wrong with you you want a beta blocker I'm like what's a beta blocker 
a beta blocker is a thing that um, it heals. He goes, it's just, it's just blood pressure medication. Yeah. It makes it so that you just stay really, nothing like upsets you. You stay really even. Yeah, you get to be like me all the time. I was like, Very I don't boring. want a beta blocker. No. Why would I want a beta blocker? He gave me a bunch of Klonopin, though. It was nice. I used to take Klonopin, and I hated it when I was in, uh, when I used to go see a psychiatrist. It's a fun benzodiazepine. It's like Valium, but... See, I, 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 see, I'm so afraid of scripts. I really am. I just like yeah. to sk- stick to my illegal drugs, right? Because I know what that's gonna do to me, and I know it's toxic. Don't get me wrong, but I also feel, and this is just my opinion, the more pills I take, the more toxic it gets for me, huh. and what it does to my body. Like you know, I the thing is like when I do drugs, I do it in moderation. Right, you right. Know? I'm not gonna go on a weak bender. Fuck that. No, but with scripts i know when i had taken adderall before and i liked it and i take i took it because i was bored <laughs> in the house one day and i knew it was there which is very dangerous that's did very, you clean how clean was your house i cleaned up i studied it was great i'm like wow this is why people like this i'm like this is some dangerous shit yeah. and you it's know baby speed it's speed for children yeah it, but it's it scares me because it's just like it is it's it is fun and you do get things done but it's just like people really depend on that shit. I don't want to depend on anything. Only Eventually, we. you'll you'll be done getting up to do shit, and it'll, now it's just all in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I love pharmaceutical speed. I'll be I'll be honest. I, I love that shit. You know what I'm More done power doing? to you, because I'm afraid shit. of that. <laughs> all right, Shelly oh, Strable hey. in the house. She's our special guest today on Some Call Me Tim. You can uh, step in on that. Have you heard of Kratom, Shelly Strable? She's never heard of Kratom. We were just talking about the Drug Policy Minute, uh, and Kratom is a uh, plant that's grown in Southeast Asia, and it's being used to treat opioid addiction and uh, pain issues and PTSD and anxiety. And the DEA put it on emergency schedule one. They tried to start it on the 30th. Uh, but a lot of people got up in arms in the month of uh, September, and so they're what sort of postponing it. Is that? What is that Schedule mean? one says Dangerous. says no is the same as heroin. It says no medicinal no medicinal properties whatsoever, and a high uh, indication for abuse and uh, addiction, which is not true about this drug because it helps people get off of heroin. Like it's this really cool drug where it it gets into your it. it it locks up like one of the receptors that that your pain receptors so like it's like it helps for heroin addiction and the craving and what have all that you, stuff yeah. it locks right into it it's like something with, i remember the name of it it's like the meta something like ayahuasca uh, what you need it's um Without serious scientific investigation, the DEA intends to subject anyone caught with a quantity of Kratom to long prison sentences while effectively halting scientific investigation into Kratom's medical benefits, making it impossible to enact sensible legal regulations. Many people struggling with opioid addiction have turned to Kratom as as a safer alternative, but now all promising scientific studies on the role of this opioid treatment could be immediately shut down. So we're waiting right now. They've postponed the signing of it. Um, it was supposed to go into effect on the 30th, but it didn't. And uh, it's just this crazy drug that, I mean, I'd never heard of it either, but I'm like, it's been helping all these people with PTSD. And, and they're, they're, I read a, we, a couple of the past couple of weeks, we've been reading about it. And there were a bunch of like um, 
you know, anecdotal stories and stuff about people who, it was like, Kratom saved my life. Right. I was a heroin addict. Probably and, like CBD did for people that have like neurodegenerative diseases. Right, right, right. 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 Absolutely same type of thing. Like uh, people with epilepsy and kids that have seizures, seizures and now they can yeah. use CBD and, and it's still illegal in certain states, then they can't use it. And so people have moved. But you're not moved. surprised, right? Because until the pharmaceutical companies figure out a way to manufacture what the plant does naturally, that's not ever, we're not ever going to see that in the light. Like it's the same right. story, oh. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's just pharmaceutical it's companies. Pharma- they're pretty evil they're they're really evil people so it's like the dea and pharmaceutical companies have tag team up with each other too much money too oh, much it's all the, and then it's with all that money. there's the prison system so everything oh, connects. right, right. Yeah. so if you have any kratom on you and it's a schedule one you can be sent to prison so now that it, basically it's like for-profit prison system that's right. where right. you go right yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, in it. I think they almost are looking for a new drug to have be Schedule One because if marijuana goes off of Schedule One in November because of Proposition sixty four, then well, how are we going to arrest people? Right? Yeah. You gotta have you got some kratom on you. <laughs> you know, like apparently do you we don't need to arrest people anymore. We just shoot them. Oh right, that's that's so, now you just shoot them. Public no. lynchings, y'all. They're both for profit prison systems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like privately for profit. Oh yeah, sorry. We're you're on the, it's the it's the AltaCast. It's uh it's the, we do the news with a socialist bent, and uh, and we, we started and other on a heavy things. note. We started on a really heavy note. We were just yeah. uh, Shelly. Are you one of the people that's been having a really good week, or has your week been really bad? Mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. It's, I've been told that there's something. It's not like. Le, uh, something about the black moon or Mercury's in retrograde or something oh, is about that the planets it? pulling everybody and I'm mm. trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt but no there's it's great things have happened amidst murky circumstances uh, okay you know. contentness you smell nice oh thanks no. <laughs> come closer it'll be it'll be different ha 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 well, that's that, that, that's, that's balance. Good. That's balance. Balance is good. Balance is good. That balance is the safest bet, because you don't want to be too happy, because you're there's always going to be that downfall. Uh, I'm just swinging wildly to the to the left and right on the pendulum lately. But it's I know it's the birthday thing. Every year I freak out around my birthday. I freak out every year. It doesn't make a difference. Is it it's, a mortality reminder or an age no, reminder or no. just the time of year? Uh, it's just that, you know, I'm 40, I'm almost 42 and I just thought that I'd be more accomplished by now. I'd have like more money or something. Like I'd have, I don't know, that my cat would be fluffier. I, I don't know. Like I, Spike's pretty awesome, dude. He's pretty, he's pretty awesome guy. Pretty awesome guy. But um, I know just every year around my birthday is like, you know, I get, I get real depressed. Also, I moved to San Francisco October 4th, nine years ago. And that also reminds me of that that time period nine years ago before I left. That was a bad. It was bad. It was bad. I just left my husband. I didn't have anywhere to live. I was living. First, I was living with my friend Megan, but then I kind of got kicked out of her place because her roommates were like, "She can't live here. She's not paying rent." And I was like, "What?" Uh, and then I tried. I lived with my friend Amanda for a while, and I lived with her for two weeks, and I was just so depressed. And I just, uh, I was like, I couldn't get off the couch. All that stuff. But I was in her house, and she was at work all day, and I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. And then I moved to San San Francisco. So did that, that so that period felt like a huge loss to you. Is that why is that why we no. returned to that or No, it wasn't it wasn't it was I mean it was good. It was a good loss to get rid of it, but just that like 
I don't know. I just don't feel like I've accomplished what I should have accomplished by the time I'm this age. I mean, first off, you you know you're sitting talking into microphones at a radio station that's <laughs> yours, right? In San Francisco, like a world-class city. So go fuck yourself, first off. I feel bad about my situation. That's all right? perspective. Fuck yeah. off, but all right? This place, this place sucks. I'm not where I want to be. Well, no one's where they want to be, but at yeah. least you're fucking closer than I am. <laughs> well, and I feel like it doesn't help us to hold up these ideas of who we thought we were supposed to be. Yeah. And it's okay to look at who we are and just not only have it, but like change your mind about whatever you thought you were supposed to be. It's it's fine. Yeah. It's all changeable. It's it's just know? hard yeah, though yeah. when you're having this per- inner fight in your head where you know that things could always be worse and you have achieved some kind of success but not the idealized success that a lot of people say that you're supposed to be at once at one point in time but then there's that other side that's just like no you're a shithead you did not go too far that's all those people will tell you you got potential well, <laughs> listen to those potential heads is, out there. Well, this but that's the problem too. Is that like, yeah, I'm 42. It's time the potential, all the potential I've had, doesn't seem to be coming to fruition. So it's like, yeah. when does potential just become failure? You know, Ooh. like when you're 42. No, never. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's potential, then it should always still be there. Right, well, but, but the, potential's the good for kids. Potential. Yeah, I know that's what Potential's you're Potential's good in physics. Otherwise, it doesn't get anything done. It's yeah. like this hidden sort of latent Energy. thing. But why don't we look at what you what you have done? Yeah. Like, do you do you find it easy to have the wins or like have the positive things in your life, like your relationship, like your radio station, like your Except comedy that, following? Well, like, no, but all of those things have been shitty. Like the station is falling apart. Like there's no money. Every month is a struggle. Every month, every month is a struggle. Every single month, yeah, and it's I know. just like over and over, just like the well, same just struggle. Well, like radio station is another individual living in the city. Yeah, you know, like it's that's well, you know, and it's the, the problem is the radio station. Yeah. The radio station is a whore, and the door is its vagina, and I can't yeah. seem to get that thirty-person gangbang in here like I want. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I want every week. I'm like, come on. I want to fill out the open seats. And open holes sitting yeah. over here. There's an open hole sitting on Florida seats. <laughs> Legs are open. Begging. Come on Wide in. open. Come on in. <laughs> every Friday. And it's just like, I just can't. I can't get people through the door. And I'm like, ugh, I just suck at promotion. I have no idea. So there's that. It's like, ah, oh, every month. It's well, because like, it's like you're married to the fucking thing. Yeah. I know what it's like. like. If you have a place and you're married, now it's me and her. It's me and it. Right. We we, we do this. It's not, now it's not just me anymore. That yeah. thing's always on my hip. Yeah. It was like pre-phone phone shit. Like, now now I have this. How are you doing, right? <laughs> and like, it never leaves you alone. And yeah. I totally get, like, it's a nagging headache. It's... It's Remember your when you child. were talking about a fucking Siamese twin? It's your Siamese twin. It's my twin. Siamese twin. <laughs> I was going to say it's your child. Well, I just... Because it's just like how kids are. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get this right, or why can't you be like... It's like, you know, it's... It's always... In other words, it's always a situation. And our fictitious business license is expiring, and, and I have to put my name on everything. Which means, actually, it's not expiring. It means it's up for renewal. There's yeah. a cooler... You know what I'm saying? Like, everything that you're saying, Pam, I feel like... If if we could take an a sh- like shitty optimist, because optimism's kind of dumb, because <laughs> you know, like the toy was saying, like there's always going to be that letdown, but there is the other way of looking at it. Yeah, it's about to expire, but it's about up to you know, it's coming Except up for renewal. Except that I have to put it in my name, but you and get so to that put it in your name. 
but I, I don't I I don't know if I feel comfortable this is where about the fear. that. I don't know if I want to have my name on all this stuff because it's such a nightmare. It's it already undone, a nightmare, but it can be undone. And at the point that your name is on things, then you can sort of not, I'm not saying benefit financially, but in a business, you can benefit from losses. That's what business teaches us. Yeah, it's like not an emotional I, thing. But there's like a to. way to not take your failure, but like mm, maybe exploit whatever it looks like on paper. You know, yeah. right. there's a positive side to it. You probably get some tax bennies. Well, the, the thing is, I haven't, but <laughs> that's, that's the thing is, I haven't paid, I, that's the other thing that makes me nervous. I haven't paid taxes in nine years because I haven't had a W-2. And I'm not giving W-2s out of here because we don't make any money. So it's like, it's a thing where if suddenly I'm on something for taxes, but I never pay any taxes, they're going to find me. No, no, it's not, it's not you that has to pay the taxes. They've got to come from like the business account. You know what I mean? And it's, it's hard to dissociate because just like, just like we were saying, this ends up feeling like a marriage or like your kid. Um, but there is, um, um, especially in San Francisco people understand businesses that don't make money most businesses don't make money for the first three years you know right. and that this is the hard part right so you got to take a risk on this and this goes back to like not the potential thing but where you want to be right you gotta you gotta do something to get there whether it's just you know on paper or whatever it is and it feels like a risk and it's not gonna feel better you know it's still gonna be scary once your name is on it the cool thing is you can undo it you can change your mind, and all you have to do with is communicate. Communicate with the city and be like, hey, dude, why don't you come down and see how, you know, I can't get the 30 people gangbang in. Like, why don't you see? <laughs> you know, but it's like if you communicate with people, and it will work out. Yeah, it really will, and it'll work out that. in your favor, Pam. Well, we'll I really see. do think so. I, well, if yeah. Bush, if Trump, boy, I almost called Life Bush. Life coaching if, on if, AltaCast today. If, if, <laughs> tr- if Trump, if Trump uh, is elected, I'm I'm fleeing the country anyway. So I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna make any moves or put my name on the till do November stuff till November. Till, no, till November. That's a good call. Because then it gives me two months to get it done before the new year, yeah. or it gives me two months to get out to get my teaching job in South Korea yeah. and Make get that the fuck escape. out of town. South Korea has soul, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. No, yeah. but I, I guess that is wise. I mean, thank you, Shelly, for yeah, perspective. Perspective, but I'm still... Uh, I'm you can not reject good. it. It's fine. You know, but it, but, I, but it really does matter how you, how you look at things. Like, at, at our age, Pam, I just feel like the, the easiest thing to change is our mind. You, you sometimes can't change other people. You sometimes can't even change the environment and the circumstance that you're in, you know? But you can fucking change your mind about it. Right. The hardest thing in the world. In fact, it's one of those things where you you want to learn to stop saying at our age. You want to say, like, around this time. <laughs> well, and at any time. I just mean to say, like, kids are encouraged to do that sort of thing. Kids are encouraged to find what you like doing. And it's like, what does that stop at when we're 25? Like, nobody encourages a 30-year-old to, like... Do anything. To take a chance. Yeah, except for anything <laughs> on other than their goddamn kids or you their fucking marriage. Right. It's bullshit. Right. Oh, dude, the world is the worst for a single 30-year-old male with, like, no job. <laughs> <laughs> the world not only Want to hear a song a about it? About Here you, bro. Here you the world doesn't give the a world fuck. Doesn't give Don't a fuck be about you. and 30 and no money. Oh, 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 oh. God, yeah. the world you're is not just one big middle finger. Are you homeless? You're not homeless. No, you I'm not. So. Oh, no, okay. But when I was 30, okay. <laughs> I, I was sitting there and wasn't asking anybody for shit. But I'll tell you what, boy, I, I got that middle finger all fucking day. Just like, you know what? 
This is fucking garbage. I'm not like, look, what do you want me to do? Like, I could, what do you want me to go in there and just, hey, man, can I get a job? They're going to look at me and kick me in the ass and tell me to get the fuck out of there, right? You know, it's <laughs> like, true. you can't, like, what do you want those people to do? But anyway, I'd get on well, my but high there's horse a about different, that shit. No, 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 not the high horse, but there's a difference between thinking like the world is just giving you the middle finger and whether people are doing it. Because I don't think, the universe clearly doesn't fucking care about us. Ding. That's it. <laughs> but other people do. People fucking do. And so if you can, like, find the good ones, I mean, it could take you half your fucking life. It could take us till we're 50 or 70 to find the right ones. But no, the universe doesn't give a fuck, and we shouldn't expect it to. Exactly. I'm with you. But I do expect people to. But but, but I think a lot of people do think that way. And I think that, like, unless they have an oddball experience like that, like, they'll just assume that the world just kind of goes with you. I am one of those people that would say, like, well, maybe the universe. But now I'm starting to become, like little bit less of like fuck this universe bullshit like my friend said something to me about you know well this positivity and we're gonna have a positive i'm like if you say positive one more fucking time <laughs> right i'm gonna burn some shit down you can die out there bro you you can sit there and start i don't want to death. i don't want to hear your hippy you dippy bullshit because <laughs> i used to believe yeah. in that shit for a very long time and it don't get you nowhere it's caught it's unrealistic and my thing is this shit does happen you know i haven't been the happiest person but i mean i just i hate when people are like just be positive you know the universe will take care of i'm like eat my shit no (laughs) i've been waiting for that but universe and that everything's gonna be okay horse shit no it's not unless i do something about it which i know i have to take full responsibility which i do know but I, it's just hard to roll out of the bed and oh, I blame everybody else. It's head. a lot easier. That's why I feel like everyone's schizophrenic. Everyone has those voices in their head. Fuck you. Everyone's schizophrenic. Oh, the bummer is the word normal, right? Right. That's the ultimate <gasps> bummer because there is no normal. There is you're, no you're normal. At a fucking moving and target, people who right? say <laughs> people who call themselves normal are the ones who are the serial killers. The <laughs> well, and even if you look at what is normal, like if you look at what people are generally doing as far as like married have kids own yeah the certain you know some free none of us here have that and i guarantee you in our hearts like as sad as we are when we wake up we're fucking better off (laughs) i kind of agree with that one too yeah whatever you're doing that's normal it's not in no way is that desirable in my world i'll fucking call back to that homeless shit like the that was the freest ever because like you didn't owe or own nothing Okay, this so is... I was like, fuck you, world, man. Like, you, what can you do to me, right? This is life, right? Like, oh, my God, I, my girlfriend, anyway, girlfriend and I, it's like what, part of the reason we broke up because she was just like, I don't know what I'd do if I lost her. But like, what if we had an earthquake, right? And, like, you lost all your shit. Like, I wouldn't know what I'd do without all my stuff. Oh, I would never. I, there's a couple of things I'd I escape I'd with. But the fuck out of that relationship. Uh, <laughs> th- this is uh, another quote from the Stephen King Insomnia book that's that's good, that put some good perspective on it. Uh, there are certain things mankind, womankind, too, keep striving for. Not the stuff that gets written up in the history and civic books either, at least for the most part. I'm talking fundamentals here. A roof to keep the rain out. Three hots and a cot. A decent sex life. Healthy bowels. But maybe the most fundamental thing of all is what you've been missing, my friend. Because there's really nothing in the world that can measure up to a good night's sleep, is there? So maybe I just need to sleep more. <laughs> do you have a good? Do you have a good mattress? I do. And do you take vitamins before you go to bed? I don't ever take vitamins because I don't like taking pills. Oh, okay, fair enough. 
But you do a little tink tink? Uh, not anymore because I don't work for the company, but I do, I smoke pot sometimes before I go to bed. I usually just read before I go to bed. Yeah, that's the best. But I mean, and I don't, I don't, it's not that I have a problem sleeping. I just run out of, I don't feel like there's enough time for me to sleep as much as I'd like to sleep. Like, and the Cry Me a River song is on right now. Like, I don't have enough time to sleep. Oh, meh, meh, meh. How much? Oh, are you part of Nap Nation? Like, are you one of the people that can do that? I would nap love to nap if, if I could. I love I love napping, but I just don't I have time. What, you can't. I can't, like, shut it down in the middle of the day. Oh, I would if I, oh, I, if I could. To. Really? Siestas are my friends. Oh, cool. Well, the problem is, like, today, after I'm done with Some Call Me Tim, like, I could take a nap, but I'd have to do it here upstairs, and it's not terribly comfortable. Like, for me to go all the way home to take a nap would waste. It'd be like, well, I might as well just take a nap on the bus, but I can't nap comfortably on the bus. <laughs> no. So then it's like transport gets in the way of nap time. And, uh, it's always something, right? There's always something. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'm going to do comedy tonight. Last night was such a, such a bomb, bad what brainwash. Happened? Well, I lost my shit because I was, in a, I was in a terrible space last night because Jonathan and I are fighting and all these things. And I've just been like, and I had to go do brainwash. And Tony wasn't there and Anthony wasn't there. It was just me. And um, not very many comedians were there at the beginning. Not too many. But they signed the list at 630 and that was fine. And then... The show starts and they all just disappear, which is fine as they always do, because um, Joe Gorman was running OMG, but none of them came back and I'm going down the list and nobody's there. Like number nine through number 15 didn't come back in time. And I'm just like, fuck them. So I moved them to the end of the list. And then whoever was there and it screwed it up for everybody because the people that were there were like, ah, I'm up already. And then someone was like, can I wait for a person? And then someone didn't even come back, all this stuff. And they didn't cross out their name before they left. They didn't tell me that they weren't going to go up. They didn't tell me they were going to OMG. They didn't communicate with me in any way the flow was and then off. when they came back i was like fuck you guys well Ke- first kevin renner was like i was at omg and i'm like you're at the end of the list now bro there you are there you are on the list i moved you from the place that you weren't here for and now you're there so he's like fuck this shit and he just disappeared so i'm like fuck that dude and then another guy came up sand and he's like bubble, bubble, bubble. and i was like fuck you guys you guys totally disrespected me. No one was here for the show. You guys all just disappeared. You didn't communicate with me in any way. You were late, and then you come back, and you're upset that I'm not going to put you on right away? Get out of here. Get the fuck away. Go. I feel my blood pressure rising. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So I got upset. It's, it's inconsiderate. I really think it's really inconsiderate for someone. Like, if you are going to bounce back and forth, the best thing to do as a comedian it, com- communicate communicate just, just let them know I mean it was seriously. just disrespectful and then there's other people yeah. stop thinking about just yourself there's other people waiting for their turn yeah. too well but the thing that was I told Kwame when he was first there I was like you were one of the people you didn't show up and I was all pissed but he talked to me about it and was like I came all the way from Berkeley I'm so sorry I went over to OMG they said I was going to go up at this point but then they bumped for all of these things and then that didn't work out and I was like thank you for explaining that to me you can go up but the other guys just were like alright fuck Pam I shouldn't. I have to apologize to Ken Suzuki because he was at the bottom of the list, but he came back. But he and Sanj were standing together, and I was just like, "Fuck you guys! I'm closing early." It was like eight <laughs> fifteen. I was like, "Whatever, you guys don't like give a shit. Get out of here." So invisible, invisible, invisible. It was just another moment invisible. of invisible Pam running the open mic. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's what you get when you let an invisible person run the room and yeah. shut it down. Go fuck yourself. Well, <laughs> we ended up going. I ended up going until nine thirty, and it wasn't a big deal. And I peed on my pants on stage and they work. The depends work. Um, you, d- you really did? Like, yeah, you I, I tested it. Did you practice for the 
for the Peter I Pan texted, show? yeah, um, Valeska took a video. So you can actually see the video on my page. Um, oh my. It's, uh, you can, everybody we can listen the, to it right now if you want. Their phones, we can, we can listen to it if you want here. Uh, next, next you're going to have to do a duty. No, 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 no. Maybe not. Bring, no here, here we go. Oh, know. what happened? What happened? Like straight up just drop the number two in the diaper. Okay. This should be playing. I don't, oh. I don't even want to, I don't even want to hear it. It's so weird. It's so, it's so full now. <laughs> okay, it, it works. I don't think it's, it feels like it's like, I don't know how players do this. How do they do this? How do they pee in their pants all the time? I just do it's it. fucking easy. And just get half of my tank in there, and then the whole, the rest of the rest tank. Rest of your tank. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much full tanked it right there. It is. Oh, it was no way it was gonna come out. Like, I mean, well, they, this one, this has weird lavender smell in it to make it not. I can you see it drooping in my pants? Oh, baby. Do you remember those weird things? No. But you're gonna see it. The reason I did this is because you're gonna have comedians on a show that's. And then at 8 o'clock, the goal, the comedian's going to be matched up with an audience. It is so warm. <laughs> the comedian's going to be matched up with an audience member. And if they pee before they're set, the audience member wins prize. Drugs or art. You can choose art if you want, but people should choose the drugs. I mean, why not? And then if they pee after they're set, then they win the, the art or drugs. Probably drugs. Uh, but the thing is, I'm doing the set list by lottery, so no one knows when they're going to perform. <laughs> I just made this up. I think I'm such a genius, right? You're next to me, and he's a genius. He's gonna make you laugh. I'm gonna take these warm pants off. Let's get everybody. Timothy Pizza. Yay! Timothy Pizza. Yay! Uh, so that's that's the end. That is the end of uh, the AltaCast. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Latoya, as always. Uh, George for welcome. coming in. Shelly for coming in at the last minute. Uh, coming up next is Some Call Me Tim uh, with Pervert Fervor, a.k.a. Timothy Pizza. <laughs> and yours truly, Pam Benjamin. And our special guest today is Shelly Strable. So you already got to listen to her uh, give some great life coaching. And we'll see what she thinks about gods, the old gods and the new the universe. See if she believes in anything or doesn't. It's about belief, disbelief, all kinds of lovely stuff. Uh, hey, guys, we'll see you next time. Hi. Uh, do the support. Go like Drug Policy Alliance on uh, Facebook. Please. And just know what's going on about with drugs with you guys. And remember, vote yes on Prop 64. Let's make marijuana the same as alcohol. Okay, Word. Bye. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. 
LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me fun every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission High for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on MutinyRadio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds.
Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at 